0: My friends are degenerates, but I never change them. Liars, cheats, and hypocrites. Not this time for saving. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back
1: on The Blitz. Yeah, baby. Our number two of the final Tuesday... 713-780, ESPN's your number. Seven one three. Is this the
2: ultimate Tuesday?
1: The ultimate Tuesday, yeah. And not no longer the penultimate. ultimate. Uh, you can uh, get us on uh, the Blitz Facebook page. You can get us on Twitter at Fred Power, F A O U R. At AJ is the real. At uh, Aaron is Blitz. At Degenerates nine seven Where's that uh, dolphin chick for the US. Stop
2: uh, you can that. you
1: can text the show. You know the number Stop for that snorkel shaming. Uh, can, hey man, I'm I'm proud of anybody with a beak. Uh, you can uh, also watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. First hour, all Simone
2: Biles. We did a whole hour on Simone Biles. We did, did Biles. a whole hour on it.
1: And you know what? It was. I thought it was a good conversation. I, I thought people actually tried to listen to each other. And I, I think we changed some minds today. Or some mimes. I'm not sure which. I get I confused know. sometimes. But,
2: and I, again... I, I want it to be known. I don't know that I'm right or wrong on any of this stuff. I'm. I'm what I do know I'm right on, and I, I'll die on this hill, is that we would treat a man differently if he did what she did.
1: And that, and that was your initial point? I mean, yes. That's, that's what... I mean, I agree with that. But I also think there was a lot of good discussion about... Uh, you know, there's... Without really... I mean, there was some... There was some attacking, but not much. So... I, I like it when that happens. I like when we can have a good conversation. I wanted to.
2: Uh, I tried to have a good conversation with some dude today, and he said he said if diarrhea had a Twitter account,
1: who was that dude? I, uh,
2: Michael Schwab. Schwab. I don't know. I uh, don't is know. that is
1: that the guy who who you go to for advice with your taxes?
2: No, that's Charles oh. Schwab. Okay, sorry. I, I get confused. Uh, Michael Schwab has a blue check mark. And everybody was like, you should have him on the show. And I like, I don't know the guy.
1: Yeah. How's you know, have a blue check mark, And we don't just out of curiosity.
2: And Eric says, everything you're saying here and on the show is pure speculation. You have no idea what's going on with her. It's much more likely that her mental health state is what's causing her poor performance than the other way around. And I'd say the same thing about any male athlete. But here's the difference. You, you, you have the same amount of an idea as I do. You might be totally wrong. You're speculating as well. It's pure speculation. What you're saying, that that street goes both ways, and I know that's terribly uncomfortable for people. There was some mental health expert lady on my Twitter today, like trying to torch me about uh, mental health, and I was like, I'm not, and I, all I'm doing is is making a commentary on it from a sports perspective, and because she said signed a mental health expert and trauma expert, uh, and I said signed a 17 year radio sports radio commentator host. And then I, I said, listen, I'm not saying that you, I'm saying maybe you don't know everything about mental health. Just like, I don't know everything about broadcasting. I'm just saying that you could be wrong on this. She's like, you're the last person who should tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> you, uh, you don't know anything about it. And, um, and, I, and, and listen, she might be right about what she's saying, but I'm also, don't tell me how she's like, you should be talking about how we should be, Defending men in these situations, I said, "Well, just like I, I'm not here to tell you about mental health. Don't tell me how to do a radio show, lady. You're a dope. Eat and my balls." I didn't say that because she's a lady, but I—that's I, I thought it.
3: I think I'm going to send that soundbite to you just so you can tweet that at people. From nah, I don't need to do that. that. Can be your response.
2: I, listen, when I'm not on the radio every day, people are going to be far less interested in what I've got to say. Uh,
1: I don't think
3: so.
2: Chances are good. Uh, let's. So I, I want to know why this guy has a
1: blue check mark. Who he is? Well, Aaron, he, do some research. He's Michael Schwab. Uh, I mean, yeah, I,
2: he, it says Politico and USA Today alum. So maybe he, he worked at, uh, USA Today.
1: Hmm. Okay. Well, and
2: he tweets about the Astros.
1: Oh, all right.
2: So Astros Twitter made him basically.
1: Okay. How many followers does
2: he have? Uh, 15,300.
1: No. Oh, so I think he's got like slightly more than me. So, Okay. You deserve your blue check mark sir
2: well I mean I have more than him I don't have a blue check mark yeah.
1: that's that's because you uh
2: but you're about to
3: leave the public get into eye. mental
1: health
2: people shame on you I guess so
1: actually I'm not even sure how many I have anymore I, I know it was at 15,000 at one point but I I have not been a very active Twitter guy
2: it says here you've got 27 million followers on twitter.com 14.9 no that's that's
1: after I win the World Series of poker this year okay I'll Four, have that
2: 14.9. And then I'll be president of the United States. Yeah. Now that would be something.
1: And then I would tweet every day about how I'm tremendous. I'm the best president. There's no other presidents like me. And then I'll have a whole bunch of, fun uh, oh,
2: oh, excuse
1: me. That's, that's, me. A, that's just
2: a horrible that's way terrible.
1: to, It's a horrible way to dismiss my presidency. Um, so in today's society, we're concerned about mental health and this everyone's a winner mentality. That we're actually, are we actually doing more harm than good? Building a generation with no mental toughness and no concept of how to handle work through any type of struggle. I don't know that that's the case with her, so I don't want to put that on her, you know, because I don't know. I do think there's something to that of people being coddled so much in this society, and we've talked about that before. And, uh, and, and 832, the point is we should treat male athletes' mental health the same as females is a good point. Mental health is mental health regardless of gender. I agree with that. I also think how we react to people should be the same. That's all. Uh former team gymnast here, severe problem with Biles quitting a competition. Well, she has the freedom to do so. She'll definitely be shunned by her teammates behind the doors. I'm guessing you guys have a lot of a lot of little infighting anyway, and you're looking for any excuse. So Oh, ESPN. You know you know who I uh, okay. So I watched some Olympics today.
2: Watched, Did you watch canoe
1: slalom. Uh, no, I didn't. I missed the canoe slalom. I <laughs> I, I, I was I was looking You're for missing it.
2: out on the best event.
1: Uh, I watched the mountain bike race, which I can't believe they do
2: six hours of mountain biking. It's too long. They need to shorten that race. They need well, to cut but, it in half. But they show it. They just show it at the end. But I, I think maybe it should be a five minute race. See, I could
1: participate in that. but yeah, who can get the farthest <laughs> those, in five minutes? Chicks, you're the winner. Man,
2: well, those, I mean,
1: it's one thing to do that six-hour road race I watched the other day. But that that mountain biking, man, that was brutal. And it was raining. so it was, it, and, I, and then, like, uh, Switzerland finished one, two, three. And some chick won by almost two minutes. So it wasn't as close as all this other stuff that you were talking about earlier. But I think the coolest thing was the surfing. I didn't watch it. It was the first uh, time surfing's ever been in the Olympics. And a dude from Brazil won. He was, you want to talk about pressure. He was the top, uh, top surfer in the world. And the girl who won for the U.S. was from Hawaii. Hawaii. And and, uh, she's also the best in the world. So those guys are under all kinds of pressure, you know, to win the first medal in surfing. Yeah. And I'll just have to say that I hate the little athlete things they do. The one they did on her, she's impossible not to root for. She just seems like a a really, just genuinely good human being who has a nonprofit where she teaches kids how to surf and stuff like that. So, yeah, I was rooting like hell for her. Carissa Moore, I think her name was.
2: You want to talk to Bob? Yeah, let's talk to Bob. Hello, Bob.
4: Howdy, fellas. Sports.
2: Sports to you. You're the first call we've taken, Bob. I saw a bunch of callers, and then I I didn't look at their names, and I was like, oh. Let me get to callers, and here you are. And so you you got lucky. If you would have called in the first hour, I wouldn't have had time for you, Bob. I was taking a break,
4: uh, I,
2: a mental health I break. Guess
4: I, gotta go grab a, I guess I got to go grab a, uh, a lotto ticket now before I pop on my Xanax to deal with my stress. There today. you go. Um, I don't want to be like, old man, get off my porch. Uh, I'll throw the age out there, 34. So it's not like I'm super old. But this mental—I mean, I watched Tiger Woods win a, a major championship on one leg. You know, watch Michael Jordan win finals games with with a hundred and three degree fever. And like, when if you want to quit because of your mental health, I'm not here to tell you not to do it. But this like rallying cry of support for a quitter—it just—it blows my mind. Like, you know, we just see a lot of the carry stroke stuff lately, and a lot of it was a little overblown, like she didn't have to do it, but she did it, you know? She had a broken ankle, and she did it. And, like, I'm not saying we need to spend all day blasting the girl, but she's a quitter. Don't go up here and start waxing poetic about you don't know what it's like. No, I don't know what it's like to be a top-of-the-line Olympic athlete who's got a -a once-in-a-lifetime, one-of-a-kind opportunity to, to play for my country on the world stage. I don't know what it's like, but I assume that if I was afforded that opportunity, I'm not going to quit because I think the judges weren't judging me fairly. We can call a quitter a quitter, and I know she's a girl, and maybe we're we're having some some gender inequalities here where we don't want to treat the girls differently than the guys, but if LeBron James quit Game 7 to focus on the dunk contest, you would be dragged through the mud. We drag these guys through the mud for wanting to form super teams because they don't have the gumption to win on the team they were drafted by. So, look, your mental health is important, sure, fine, great, whatever, but I don't quit my job because my boss yelled at me one day. I don't get to quit uh, because I'm having a tough time. And if I did, I would be called a quitter. So, again, you can, you can have it both ways. She is one of the greatest to ever do it, male or female. She's one of the greatest in her sport. She's clearly an icon, and now she's a quitter. It just is
3: what it is.
2: All right.
1: Well, I'm sorry, I fell asleep about halfway through that. <laughs> you can't refute shade. He used you it is what it shade. is, man. You can't use that. That it, like everything you said before. It, it, it's kind of like uh, everything's BS after uh, after the butt. Yeah. Once you use it, is what it is. It's kind of like uh, sorry, I don't, I don't remember your point now. And uh, Slopez says, disagree, Fred. Men should show no emotions and keep everything suppressed before ultimately going on a rampage because their ex bleeped their best friend. Bleep you, Adriana. Uh, okay, you know, you know, your best friend was probably using Blue Chew. That's probably what it was. Uh, guys, if you, uh, uh, you want to perform a little better, Blue Chew has you covered. And it is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. But in a chewable form, and at the fraction at a fraction of the cost, and the the best thing, and this is an online prescription service, so there's no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. You don't want to be standing there going, oh, oh, I, I need those, I need that. Uh, this ships right to your door in a discreet package, and it's a very simple process. I went through it. You go to uh, Blue You can you consult one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you get your prescription within days, and it's all done online. And it's very cool, and it happens fast. And their licensed medical providers will work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. So if you want to do a little better or if you're struggling, give it a try. And here's a special deal just for the Blitzers. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code BLITZ at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com. Promo code BLITZ to receive your first month free.
0: Listening to the Blitz. Rock and roll, boys. On ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5.
1: And on ESPN 92.5.
0: Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman.
1: And we're back on The Blitz. 713-780-ESPN.
2: Yeah,
1: you know what? Even though he had it is is what it is, Bob had a really good call. Maybe we should just cut off the calls. Forever. Because they ain't happening Thursday and Friday.
2: Jeremy says, "What if she didn't pull herself out and was horrible for her next routine and cost her team a medal? What would your take be? Be honest. My take would be, well, she blew it in the biggest moment. She and because that's what we would say about any man athlete who did that. If, if it was like if if who's the uh, who, who Ryan Presley? Ryan Presley's been badass all year, right? That's that's the one Astro we can agree like." All season long, he's been pretty pretty badass. Yeah. Let's say we get to Game 7 of the World Series, and Ryan Presley comes in with a three-run lead in the ninth inning and gives up a grand slam to some schlub-a-dub oh, how about, uh, that's a pinch how, hitter. How, uh, how about Brad Lidge, as great as he was, up until one pitch to Albert Pujols? And what do we say? What did we say about him? Well, th- I mean, that's all we think about with Brad Lidge eh. now. He's connected forever. If you're in your biggest moment... You blow it, that is connected to you. If in your biggest moment you succeed, that will always be connected to you. Adam Vinatieri is going to be in the Hall of Fame. Is he the best kicker ever? No. but
1: Maybe the best clutch kicker, though. That's what I'm saying. In the big yeah.
2: moments, he made his kicks.
1: Yeah, the Super Bowl, the, the the one in the snow to beat the Raiders.
2: I mean, there's certain people who there's a moment that they that they had that it was... Kirk Gibson, there's a great example. I, I, Kirk Gibson was a broken-down shell of a man, and in the biggest moment, he came through. And all, all we'll ever remember is walking him running around those bases, pumping, jogging around the bases, pumping that fist. And guess what else will be remembered? Dennis Eckersley serving it up when he shouldn't have to a broken-down old man. Like That's just the way sports work. There's a hero and a goat. So you can either be the hero or the goat. But here's the third option now. Apparently, there's a third option. If you decide you're not going to play, I think that has to be attached to you. Just like failing in the biggest moment or succeeding in the biggest moment are attached to you forever, opting out in the biggest moment should absolutely be attached to you.
1: You know who else? Jose Altuve. He, he kind of comes through in the big moment. We're gonna remember him sending them to the World Series. Not that he used a buzzer. I know he didn't use a buzzer. Don't don't start. Don't start. Uh well, people
3: started torturing him when he got the yips and he couldn't throw to first base.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Because he almost cost his team the game.
1: Seven one three, seven eight oh. He said the reason we even know about Joe Flacco. That that's one one run in the playoffs. Yeah.
2: Eleven touchdowns, zero interceptions. Yep. And Joe, the rest of Joe Flacco's career, he was a guy. I mean, he, he was a fine. I mean, he was he was fine, but he wasn't anything. Special. It was Ryan
1: Tannehill. Yeah, I have to say, Schaub suffered mental illness in 2013. You know that that is not the worst comment in the world. I don't know about mental illness, but certainly the yips, it certainly went away from him. Also, and because because he would just he you could almost see it in his face. At some point, you knew he was going to throw a pick six
2: and also i understand that in 2021 like the, the whole mental illness is is more acceptable now than it like cuz we all we bashed Royce White when he was and he's clearly mentally ill and we, yeah we
1: probably said some things back then that we shouldn't have yeah. in retrospect
2: but it's it's also it also it, it, the, what we've got to avoid is every time someone is either failing or afraid to just blame it on a mental a uh, mental break that, that that's unacceptable and i'm not saying that's for sure what happened here but i'm saying that facing failure for the first time in your life and and the feeling that comes along with it when you've just been winning gold medals every time out and this time you're stinking that feeling I would imagine could easily be confused with having a mental break but she may actually have mental issues I mean she she may I I think she probably does I'm not denying it but I'm saying like I I think the first time she failed she was going to think she was having a mental break because I think those feelings are probably very similar
1: yeah I I don't know and that's yeah I, I, I failed enough in life that I'm not too worried about the next failure I mean, it's it's just <laughs> excuse me the um, you know that's a uh, just a reality of things. She's never experienced that at all, and she's she's done it at a level that none of us can imagine. So I I, I can see I can see how that would affect you. But again, I, I I think her saying it took courage is a little silly. But that's just me. Seven one three seven eight zero ESPN is your number. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Uh, Blake Gideon will forever be the guy who dropped the interception. Yeah. 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 But, uh, Robert, I I don't know if this is fair, Robert, but it's a, it's, it's a good point. Using a mental break as an excuse when you were losing is the equivalent of my Twitter account was hacked. It's funny. I don't know if it's fair. So little Texans news for you. Camp Casario opens tomorrow. Are you excited? Ah, uh, yes. The uh, and it looks like the Randall Cobb deal is going through. I have not seen what the return will be. So,
2: I don't think we know. Uh, does it matter? Um, S- just take him.
1: Yeah. Well, that's what I. I mean, again, that's what you would do. I would say, well, how badly do you want Aaron Rodgers to play this year? And I would try to. I would try to get. More than he's worth, which is probably a seventh or a sixth, is what he's worth. I'd ask for a two and then take a five. Okay. <laughs> so just so you know, I, I'm I'm giving you my my negotiating strategy there.
2: All right. So if they said we'll give you a six, you wouldn't take it. Uh, I, I'd say uh,
1: okay. I guess you don't want.
2: I guess Aaron Rodgers isn't worth a fifth round pick to you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I just I want them to take Randall Cobb's corpse and Randall Cobb's corpse contract. Get out of here. <laughs> Beat
1: it. Yeah, I mean, I believe me, I I would probably just give him to you for nothing, but he has value to you, so he should have value to me. Uh, let's let's get some calls in. So people want to weigh in, Cody. What's up, Cody?
4: Hey, how's it, how's it going? So my take is, if MJ's a good in basketball and he always won in the championship, and if he bet, so he went to his seventh championship and he said, you know what, I know they're calling fouls a little too tight. That's not my game. I'm going to back out. I'm not going to play that seven-title game. But he you be remembered as the goat, or remembered as the guy who quit at the biggest moment. I'll call. I'll hang up and listen. I'm telling you
2: that if a man had done what Simone Biles did yesterday, we would we would name a term after them, like Bill Bucknering. Like that's what it would be. Like if a ball goes through your legs at Lidging was
1: a thing while we pipped?
2: Yeah. Like we, we would name what just happened after whatever man did that. Buffaloed? <laughs> like it's just You got buffaloed. That's what we would do. We would say, Well, that that's what happened. They they Aaron Raybold it. Like and you people and then you have to explain that eventually. It gets to a certain age where someone would say, Well, what's that mean? They Aaron Raybolded it. Well they had their chance to be a hero, and they said, "Nope, I ain't feeling it. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit this one out." Watson, and them, some, yeah. Someone said today, "I hope your kids never quit under an immense amount of pressure." And I was like, "Yeah, me too." Like that's isn't that everybody's goal? Like, I I hope none of us ever quit. Like, you, no one wants to quit under an immense amount of pressure. I, I wouldn't wish that on you. I wish Simone Biles wouldn't have done it. Finister. Hello, Finister.
4: Hey, Fred. Uh, Fred. Uh, well, Cody kind of took my question, so I'm going to drop another one. If a man had done what Simone Biles would do, what i done, what adjective would people use to describe him, and why does it start with a P? I'll hang up in the listen. <laughs>
1: That's what I'm saying. Well, it would have to be Simon Biles, right? <laughs> so Simon, you Simoned it. Yeah. <laughs> Simon says you choked.
2: Damn. Uh, and again, my big that's that's still my biggest issue is the hypocrisy of this. Yeah, like it, it's the, the if a man did this, there would be a totally different conversation today. There wouldn't be random women coming out of the woodwork on twitter.com to defend his mental health. Like well, I said what if Kevin Durant walks off the floor in the second quarter of the night? She was like, "Kevin Durant doesn't have the pressure of representing a nation on his shoulders." Like no Kevin Durant literally will be representing his his nation that he's on team USA that's actually the job for him too
1: somebody brought up Pippin not going back into the playoff game how he got ripped for that
2: but well his is different because his is like petty crybaby stuff which yeah. Is, yeah but
1: uh does Ray Bowling it involve spitting liquor yes spitting so anytime malt you
2: liquor on Fred
1: anytime you spit liquor anywhere now you've earned it Alright, quick break. It's a blitz on ESPN ninety-seven five-925.
0: am 5. ESPN Nine Seven Five. Thursday, the future of your NBA team is Every pick matters. Thursday at 7 on ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Behold the king. The king of kings. Is done. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5 and on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman.
1: And we are back on The Blitz in what will eventually be the very last appearance by Jerome Solomon on The Blitz with Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And as usual it's a not going to go off without a hitch. So, there. Um, one of the things that somebody texted in, and we talked about on the Twitch, Roberto Duran. Yeah. Really, everybody remembers him for that, right? That's
2: it. The dude won it, over, I think he won over 100 fights he, in his he career. He was amazing and 103 wins in his career. But he's remembered for no And That's Nomas. what he's remembered for. Yeah. So, he was, he, think about that. He was seventy-two and one when that fight happened. And he had a win over Sugar Ray Leonard. He'd already beat him.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And then then that happened, and that's all he'll ever be remembered for, which is sad, but that's just the that's the facts.
1: Um Yeah, this this I don't agree with, but took a spot away from a girl who'd never been and would have competed until the end. A champion has determined how they handle adversity and losing. That girl wasn't good enough to make the team. Let's not yeah I'm I'm not going to be sympathetic for that. But what about Barrett Robbins, the offensive lineman that bailed before the Super Bowl? He,
2: he caught hell. Yeah. Hmm.
1: So anyway, yeah, that that Duran one is great. I know it's before a lot of you guys time, but look him up. And I'm pretty sure the first thing when you do when you search for Roberto Duran, it's going to say no moss. And he was he was in a fight and he just basically quit in the middle of it. He had a lot of fights after that. But no one ever thought of him as anything but the guy who quit. Alright, if we're not going to have Jerome, do we want we want to uh, take a call here? We might as well. Yeah, I'll take a call while we're waiting on Jerome. What's up, Dick?
5: Hello. Hey, sports. Yeah. Uh, look, I'm I'm an old fart. I'm 75 years old. I'm still playing competitive basketball with guys over 45. I've had broken vertebrae, everything you can think of, and I played through it. And you know what? It wasn't too smart. But I look at her, and I think about the people you talk about. I'm also a UT grad, and I remember Blake Gideon dropping that ball. But I remember all the other times Blake Gideon stood up and I think that people that make a big deal about other people's injuries and and mental state, they're not athletes. They're Monday morning quarterbacks. And as far as I'm concerned, she <laughs> chose not to do it because she didn't think she could do it right. And she's doing death defi- defying. She's not a tennis player. She's, she's not a – uh, football or basketball player, how many of those get seriously crippled? Football and players? gymnasts do. And, and I wouldn't put her at, let her go to that risk if she didn't think she could do it properly.
2: Okay. Well, I mean, that's everyone's thought. Um, look, by the way, gymnastics deaths, I looked this up today, they're about as rare as football deaths. I mean, they happen, but it's not like it's – it's. I mean, there's a there's a massive amount of padding on the floor. Like it's, they're not idiots. This they're not. This isn't like uh, the original Olympics in Athens where they were doing the vault nude and landing on a pile of rocks. Like they they've got this kind of figured out to make it safe. It is obviously dangerous, but they've they've done things just like football and every other sport to make it less dangerous. Like we have to stop acting like this was like she's some kind of a war hero. I mean, she's an athlete. There's a chance of injury, certainly, but to act like there's no chance of that in football, I think, is silly.
1: Yeah, I mean we see we see bad injuries there all the time, and 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 then we see the long term uh, stuff with the CTE and all that yeah. crap too, which you're just now getting to, which is really bad for the, for a lot of guys. Um, but you know, the other thing too is obviously. And not a lot of other people remember any of the good things Blake Gideon did. They're just going to remember that it, n- unfairly, I might add. But, um, but yeah, I, I, I don't really care for gymnastics anyway. But the the this girl's the biggest name in the sport, so that's why it's kind of a big deal. I
2: mean, let's face it, if. The best girl in the world wasn't an uh, an American. Would we watch? Mm. I, mean, you, I mean, I mean, I'm sure there's some women out there that would watch, but like, would you watch? No. If Simone Biles wasn't regarded as the greatest in the world, well, I, I, in all honesty, if she wasn't from Houston, I wouldn't pay any attention. <clears throat> Makes it interesting. Yeah. I watched Laura Wilkinson do every dive. Yeah. yeah I knew so her. I. I knew her, I, But I mean, I, I like it, I didn't so, know her,
1: but I, she was from Houston. Like I follow like. A, the, the Lopez family in Taekwondo and things like that
2: yeah if there's someone who's got a connection to you 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 want to watch but I mean it's not a it, it's not something that like I, I would normally care about which is there, then people are like why are you having fake outrage you don't even care about the sport and again this is it, it really has nothing to do with gymnastics it's the way that she's being treated versus a way a man would be treated in the same circumstance yeah,
1: that's all it is and you know what Guess what else we talk about every four years? The World Cup.
2: Yep. We all pretend like we know. Yeah. We, I don't know anything about the World Cup. Just just like every year when college when the college basketball tournament comes around, there's a bunch of people who pretend like they've been watching college basketball all year. <laughs> they fill out their bracket and they tell you where, this is the upset alert. You know why? Because they read somewhere that someone who has watched college basketball all year says this is a potential upset spot or they saw someone on TV say it. Like that's just that's the rules of our game. People have to pretend like they know what they're talking about. So this is me pretending like I know something about gymnastics.
1: Uh, Garza said we should all be more like Arkansas milk. He fumbled and look at him now.
2: I mean that is a, a valid point. That what is Clint Sterner remembered for?
1: Besides being the Baytown badass, yeah. Besides being the guy who works with show, Th- that's what he's remembered for, dude.
2: Like it, it's no,
1: I, it is true that, that, and I'm sure.
2: Type in Clint Sterner. And see, like, type it into your Google bar, and see what the first thing it'll say. Clint Sterner. what's the first word that comes up? I bet it starts with an F, and I bet it's not family. What is it? What's it say, Aaron? Did you type it in? Yep. What's the first word that comes up? Fumble. Mm-hmm. Fumble. I, I, this, it's, it, this is what this is what you are at some point. Now, I will say, and somebody said this to me today, and I was like, you know what? Credit where it's due. The, the, at some point, there's guys like Conor McGregor who are so out of touch with reality. Like he just got his ass beat. He's got a broken leg and he's still laying on the floor, talking S like, there's gotta be a line between that. And like, I'm not going to play because I don't feel right, mentally. right. Like, but you could argue Conor McGregor's got some sort of a mental issue. But yeah. We're like, oh, I mean, at least he's still trying to fight. <laughs> Respect uh, it. I get he's a lunatic, but Hey, at least he's out there battling.
1: Uh ironically blake says regarding blake gideon i love how no one remembers the great earl thomas completely whiffing on crabtree on the game winner yeah i think they do uh, yeah i i do and i think they do uh, and that wasn't an easy interception i don't i i, I leave that kid alone you guys can get on earl thomas because it turns out he got weird on us <laughs> he
2: did <laughs> so, but earl thomas is also like you know one of the best safeties in the league for ten years before he got weird, isn't
1: it? yeah. But what are you going to remember him for? Yeah, well, I'm him naked with his brother. Yeah, him and his
2: brother tag team in some. Chase. Yeah,
1: that's uh that's what I'm going to remember.
2: <laughs> Everybody <laughs> doesn't matter. Everybody's attached to something at the end. <laughs> you you get to decide what it is. Yeah. So Earl Thomas had a, a, a illustrious damn a borderline Hall of Fame NFL career. But I, you're right. I, I, I think so. I think mean, you make a case for him in the Hall of Fame. When I think of Earl Thomas, the first thing that comes to mind is like, man, that dude was naked in bed with his brother with two random chicks. That's just like, that's weird. Yeah. <sighs> I don't even think of Legion of Boom or any of that stuff. So like, no. Smashed a chick with his brother in the bed.
1: What the hell is going on with our internet? I'm, Uh-oh. Everything's, you yeah, know, okay. It seems Went dark on you? No, it seems to be
2: fine now. Okay.
1: All right, well, I'm guessing, shocker, Jerome big time just in the last ever appearance. That's terrible, isn't it?
3: And he and I talked about it today. Mm. I said, mm. this is AJ's last Tuesday. Yeah, I'll be there. Okay. because I ran his show on Sunday. Now he doesn't have to deal with me for another month.
2: Well, well, how'd you do on that show?
3: Uh, I knocked it out of the park like always. Well, I guess so. But he wasn't even there. It was his show. He didn't even show up for it.
2: Hmm.
1: Somebody says, uh Vontae Davis quit at halftime of an NFL game.
2: Did did we all say, oh, what Vontae, are you okay? You're a hero. I don't remember that happening. Nope. I don't remember Vontae Davis getting the hero's treatment. That's what I'm saying. That's my point. My point is, and also, the, the, like I was saying earlier about Kerry Strug, the line has moved on what we look at as brave. Yeah. Like I remember when Brett Favre played a football game the day after his dad died or the day that the day of his dad dying and everyone was like, Oh my God, it's unbelievable that this guy who was in this terrible grief was able to go out there and put on a great performance. What a, what what an inspiration. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, it's almost like, uh, Not playing that game would have been the more heroic thing to do for Brett Favre.
1: Well, he basically just loaded himself up with painkillers and and went out there and balled. You know that's. And uh, our former gymnast says every one of us has lower back issues. It basically kills the nerves in our legs, causing dead leg syndrome.
2: Dude, that's every if you play high level athletics. Ask a football player who's played football his whole life how he's feeling. Ask old boxers how they feel.
3: Go ask Earl Campbell to walk from your sa- your seat to Fred's seat. In a straight line. Yeah. Good luck. You think he can? No, I know he can. Yeah. I've been around him.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, that's that's high level, not even high-level athletes, man. I mean, I I can't raise my left arm from a high school injury, and I'll live with that for my whole life. And I know a lot of people like that that have you know serious stuff that will never be right, and... So ask Alex Smith how bad a football injury can be. Yeah, that's probably fair. All right, we're going to move on to a gem of the day next segment. I think we've we've bilesed it enough.
2: We uh, haven't even talked about the Astros last night. Oh my God! I'm I watched that whole. I watched that game till the end, and I had a feeling what was going to happen. I'm not going to say anything though. I'm not trying to get kicked off the air which I hear is happening these days more and more. I'm not saying anything bad about the Astros' decision-making or their bullpen.
1: Oh, <laughs> you uh, Utec CPA? I-, I wish that was going into a spot, but it isn't. So, all right, quick break. It's the Blitz, ESPN 97.5, 92.5.
0: fickle, we invested more time on Wicklow. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to the Blitz on ESPN 975. And on ESPN 925. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. I got giveaways to do. Let's get them rolling.
1: Uh, so we have one set to see Texas Flood. You can win a pack, four pack of tickets to see Texas Flood this Saturday, July 31st at Lagoon Fest, Texas. You and three friends also win an afternoon pass to the Lagoon, so come early and take a dip before the concert. Lagoon Fest Texas is the largest in the state, and it's located in Texas City. The summer concert series is just kicking off, so keep listening to win tickets to other shows all summer long. See a list of live concerts and get tickets now at LagoonFestTexas.com at 551-CALLER-3. You're going to Lagoon Fest.
2: Lagoon. I love that word. All right, so lagoon. I have, uh, I'll have. i let
1: you guys choose gym of the Day. Uh, I have a Florida man shooting himself while showing off a gun in a bar. That's pretty much all there is to that story. Uh, a couple's anniversary dinner interrupted by a nudist cruise. Ooh, okay. A s- snow leopard testing positive for COVID-19. I have so many questions. Why are we testing snow leopards for COVID?
2: Why aren't we vaccinating leopards my yeah. question.
1: Now maybe he didn't want the vaccine, AJ, and it's his choice as a leopard. Uh, and then I have a right-handed man almost masturbating to death. A medical case study.
2: You've you've piqued my my interest with that one. Okay,
1: Aaron, you good with that one? Yeah, because I think this is this is important for all of us to know.
3: Well, you want me to intro it first? Uh,
1: yeah, do the Satok Jeweler's gym of the day.
2: The gym of the day, it's the gym of the day. The Satok Jeweler gem of the day. <laughs>
1: you know, so Aaron kind of saved me there because. I was just gonna go around the story without playing I know you would have really blown it, and then well, then
2: we would have gotten sued, but if
1: that had happened, this guy wouldn't have had to masturbate all the time um an unnamed fifty one year old right handed man from Japan admittedly enjoyed pleasuring himself several times a day, okay, however, one explosive self love session went awry when, after finishing. The stroker was struck down by thunderclap headaches and severe vomiting. Uh, They was rushed to the hospital where he was found to have low blood pressure and confusion, two telltale signs of a stroke. So his stroking led to the kind of stroke you do not want. That's not good. Uh, Why did
2: it it bring up that he's right-handed? Well, I don't know. (laughs)
1: Because I think if you're left-handed, maybe you don't get a stroke.
2: Well, yep. You had a stroke and you're left-handed.
1: I'm only, I'm I'm kind of half and half. I only bat left-handed and play golf left-handed. Do you masturbate left-handed? No. Oh. I'm a righty. Okay. Sometimes a lefty just, just so that I feel like I'm, you know, versatile. Yeah. But uh, apparently this isn't the first time. In 2016, a Bronx hospital worker died of a heart attack while masturbating to porn at work. So Japan, you're not even first in this. And that is your Zadok Jewelers Gem of the Day. The
2: Gem of the Day. It's the Gem of the Day. The Zadok Jeweler Gem of the Day. Oh, boy.
1: You know what they probably told him after that? What they tell him? Moji Kai Wa Aramasan. No more masturbating. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Slow it down. But. Thanks to Google Translate. Mm.
2: Listen, my my wife's been out of town for a week and a half. I'm I'm starting to feel like I'm at risk. Uh oh.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I almost just dropped a horrible joke there. Thank you for not. Um, neurologists will often designate a person's handedness in their notes because it helps them determine which side of the brain in the, for the stroke. Ah, okay. Well, we got some smarts that listen to this but show. It's still
2: odd to put it on the in the news story. <laughs> yeah. I like mean, well,
1: no, but, but they didn't put his name in there, is why. He was just described as a right-handed man. a random man. right-handed man. Yeah. Mm. So,
5: mm.
1: somebody said, I remember hearing a story a few years ago about a 19-year-old man in Brazil who himself 42 times in a row and died. So, it, it is possible. Now, I, I don't know of anyone who's ever gone blind. I think that's a myth that parents used to tell us when we were kids. Don't do that. You'll go blind. It's like only if I'm aiming the wrong direction.
2: Damn. So uh, a couple of people have sent me this. The Black Adam Schefter account on Facebook apparently um, screenshotted my tweet this morning and posted it on theirs. Oh really? And it's got uh 1600 comments and 576 shares. Didn't put my name on it. Ah. Oh. I don't have Facebook, but that's a pretty dirty move. Hey man. F- that. Yeah.
1: Interesting point. AJ, wouldn't you be the one who is out of town?
2: I guess technically yes, I am. Yeah.
1: You're a Vegas guy now. I saw you guys had a big storm the other night. 70 mile an hour winds. Jeez. Pretty wild. So look, look what's happening. You're moving there and now you're having Armageddon storms. That's my
2: wife said. She's like, I think we brought Houston weather with us. <laughs> it's entirely possible.
1: I think there was, a, there was a stretch there where we were in Vegas like three times in like two months. And it's the first time I've ever been there. It rained every single time. And I was like, when did this start happening? This has got to be our fault. So you're moving there. It's going to screw yeah. everything up for everybody else. They're going to kick you out. You're going to have to come back. The uh, All right, you know what we're going to do? I'm going to do one more giveaway. And then I am going to let, if, if you want to say goodbye to AJ, we'll do like a half a segment on it.
2: I thought we are going to do that tomorrow.
1: We've we got other people tomorrow who are more important. Okay. so uh, But I'm going to give away the hunger. Win a four-pack of tickets to see The Hunger this Friday, July 30th at Lagoon Fest, Texas. You and three friends also win an afternoon pass, so come early and take a dip before the concert. Lagoon Fest, Texas is the largest in the state, located in Texas City. Summer concert series is just kicking off, so keep listening to win tickets to other shows all summer long. See a list of live concerts and get tickets at now at lagoonfesttexas.com. 557 will take caller three for that. Six o'clock hour, I got some Gold Cup giveaways. So, man, I had a bunch of texts and stuff to get to today, and it's just all dead. I mean, I don't even know if the last hour will get them all.
2: Well, in the last hour, I, well, I certainly want to start off the 6 o'clock hour talking the Astros game last night. Yeah. And it, 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 honestly, it may have been the best thing that could have happened to the Astros. I mean, it was horrible last night, but it may be, a, it may be good news going forward.
1: Yeah, because we have a trade deadline coming yeah. up. And... They're going to need to make, uh, maybe this, maybe they're not looking at it and saying, hey, we can fix this from within. Um, soccer matters with Glenn Davis tonight, by the way. I'm sure he will be talking about the Gold Cup semifinals. I have a few bucks on Qatar. I've been talked into it. Good luck. I'm against you on this. Well, I mean, I'm rooting for Team USA, but. Are you, though? But if they lose, I plan to benefit from their death. <sighs> oh, excuse you know, me. That's, that's. That's how I always approach these things. That's how I used to, when I bet against UH, it's like, hey, I'm rooting for him to win. But if not, I'll benefit. So, um, <laughs> there there are a lot of lagoons in that read. I've, I've, if you may have noticed I've edited a few out. Um, So, I wanted to uh, get into the college football expansion. A couple things. UTOU officially requesting the opportunity to join the SEC. Mm -hmm. Uh, I won't say who I was listening to, but on another station, I was like, I don't know if they'll have the votes. (laughs) They have the votes. This thing's been decided. Yeah, it's it's done. done. So the whole question is what comes next. So I want to get into that uh, in the next hour. I want to get into the Astros in the next hour. And uh, we've got a few other uh, little texans things to throw out there regarding your guy to sean it is the blitz on espn 97.5 92.5
4: this?
2: hey this is trey wingo you're listening to espn 97.5 houston hello